All right, here we go with the news for August 20th, 2020. It's been a weird week for me so far. I had a great week of work. Everything was fine. And then on Sunday, I got a phone call from the wife saying that the building that we live in is on fire. Yeah, the building we live in. And uh, it's a big building. You know, it's 12 stories or 11 stories with a top story being a penthouse. There's two story, two levels up there, and there's the lobby. So I guess it's really 13 floors if you think about it. So anyway, we're on the eighth floor. So the fire was on the 10th. It took out the you know, the 10th floor part of it and a lot of smoke damage up there. So I heard about it and I put on the scanner on the iPhone and listened to the uh, fire department as I was driving home. It's like an hour and a half drive home in the car. So I was thinking the worst and, oh my God, I pulled into the parking lot and uh, the fire trucks had broke the water main going into the building. I, I suppose, you know, I mean, I, I think it's from the weight of the fire trucks. I'm not entirely sure what happened. And then, you know, the parking lot's just flooded. There's cops everywhere. There's fire trucks. There was literally like, I think it was 15 fire crews is what they said it was. 15. I guess it was pretty bad. So what happened was they had 15 fire crews up there working on this building containing everything. Everything's out in the parking lot. The wife, she works in the building, so she grabbed the cats. But here's the thing I asked her. I said, well, you heard the fire alarm go off. What happened? Well, she said she, uh, you know, she got dressed, did her hair, uh, brushed her teeth, and then went downstairs. Billy's on fire, but, you know, she's going to make sure she looks good. I'm like, what? I thought that was a little insane, but, you know, you know, women are. So anyway, she grabs the cats, and she walks down nine flights of stairs. Yeah, two cats. I thought, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I was impressed. And then my son came over and he went out to the garage. The garages aren't attached. And he sat out in the garage with the cats. And um, she was able to go do what she does because she works here in the building. And, yeah, I got that all arranged. And it was just a surreal thing because I, I pulled down our, our street and it was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. It's like a disco going off. You know, it was lights everywhere. It was just insane. This is Sunday, early Sunday morning. So luckily they got everything contained. They got everything put out. Uh, people on the 10th, 11th, and 12th, or, uh, 9, 10, 11 couldn't go back up to their units because it was messed up. Eight and on down they could. So we were lucky. We were able to go back to our apartment and everything settled. Now they just, they're, you know, they're fixing everything. Unfortunately, there was a, you know, fatality. Nobody knows what happened, uh, at least not yet. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just a nightmare. And, you know, the lady who passed away, you know, rest in peace. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, what the deal was, but no matter what, it's a tragic thing. So anyway, let's get on with the show and on with the news. Now we started off with that downer. But other than that, everything's going good here. Just getting, after we do this, we're going to get ready to go to work. And I wanted to do some interviews with some people. I got some stuff lined up, but I had to push everything back because this fire thing kind of messed everything up. So hopefully we'll get that done next week. So anyway, here we go. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer. 
are down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here's a sad story. We always got to start off with a sad story, it seems like. Anyway, over in, where was this at? Oh, I just had it all here a second ago. Of course, I misplaced my spot. Uh, See how professional we are here? We do a great job. Anyway, Hillsboro, Kansas Trucking Company, okay, at a Berkman Honey on August 5th, 2020, at approximately 11.45 a.m. Here's what happened. Hillsboro Police Chief Dan uh, Kinning told the news, you know, the local newspaper, that they found a driver who had, had a heart attack. Apparently what had happened was he was scheduled to be there on the 4th of August, and he started backing up, didn't say where he was backing up into, dock or whatever. And uh, he had a heart attack. It says here, uh, we could tell by his tracks, Kenny said. Luckily, he was between gears and neutral when he died. If he was in gears and the brakes were set, that thing could have just rolled until it hit something. So apparently what happened was he was backing in, suffered a heart attack, and he was between, for whatever reason, he got it out of gear. Maybe he was backing up again. The truck didn't roll, and you know, then they noticed it. It says here, Gruber sat in his truck and noticed until the next day. Nobody thought twice about it, he said. That's the cop. It's just a truck sending in a lot full of trucks. So by the time they figured it out, it was too late. It was probably too late already. Rest in peace, Mr. Gruber. Um, you know, I just can't think of, well, there's more horrific ways to go, but it still sucks. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. Now, here's a story I just don't get. I mean, I really, really don't understand the motivation behind this. All right, the Oregon, the Oregon, Oregon, the Oregon State Police have issued a new warning after a shooter continues to take aim at vehicles. So basically, what's going on is on I five between Roseburg and Grants Pass, there's some idiots shooting at the cars and trucks that are driving by. Okay, now this is between you know this is Interstate five between milepost sixty seven and one hundred. Why anybody would do this is just beyond me. And then some of the trucks, you know, some vehicles been trucks, some people been cars. Now, what the Oregon State Police are saying is, if you think you've been shot at, call nine one immediately. Yeah, they got to figure out who this is, and they got to catch this guy. So, if you're between mile marker, you know, mile post sixty seven or one hundred, uh, Interstate five in Oregon, and you hear loudness or you see something unusual or or anything crazy going on, call the cops immediately. Nine one one. Don't mess around. And if you think you've been shot, let's say you lose a tire or something like that, between the 67 and the 100, you might think twice about stopping right in that area. Just maybe go a little farther down the road. But either way, dial 911 immediately. Don't mess around, all right? Uh, They got to catch this guy, and hopefully nobody will get killed until they do. You know, it's just uh, something we got to keep an eye on. So he's been out there for a while. 
Yeah, he's been out there since July 14th, so he's just been hitting cars once in a while and a couple of trucks. So keep an eye out for this guy. Remember, 67 to 100 mile marker on Interstate 5 in Oregon. Dial 911. Don't mess around if you think your vehicle's been shot. Even if you think it was, but you're not sure, just call 911. All right, let's catch this asshole. All right, let's move on. All right. Looks here like the uh, FMCSA boss to step down. Uh, Jim Mullen, who is the uh, acting uh, FMCSA, that's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration head. Jim Mullen will step down at the end of August. So this is the acting guy. He was only in the year in the position a little over a year, you know, a little over a year. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Seems like a pretty sweet gig, you know, if you can get it. So we'll have to see what happens. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's something that, well, it's kind of funny. It could have been worse, but it's actually funny. Uh, cops say motorists forced an oversized low driver off route without, you know, leaving him stuck. So basically what happened was this guy was hauling a big chunk of windmill section, you know, the base, you know, the it's, looks like it's the bottom of this thing. This thing's huge, okay? It's 187 feet long and it's 16 feet tall. All right, and he was trying to get into the right lane to go through, but the cars wouldn't let him over, and they forced him off the interstate. So he got off at uh, uh, South Expressway and 30th Avenue over in Council Bluffs, and then he got stuck there, and then they had to call the cops out, and the cops had to stop traffic, help him get back on a road. And, you know, this is a beast of a piece of equipment. These things aren't overly heavy, but they're so large, and you got to figure these guys... You know, their their visibility and it's hard for them to see around. So if you know you get oversized vehicles around you, you know, give them a wide, you know, give them some space. Yeah, I know you want to jet around them because they're oversized and you think you're gonna speed up, but you know, this this poor sucker got you know, he got stuck in the middle of this intersection on a road that wasn't designated for trucks and it was a nightmare. It looks like it was a nightmare for him. And then it really disrupted the city's traffic. So when you get to oversized vehicles, give them a little space. You know, there's there's certain you know you know practice some etiquette on the road. Give some these people a little bit of you know, give them a break. You know, because it's not easy doing that kind of work. You know, yeah, their visibility is very low. So, all right, let's get moving on. All right, here's some dates you may want to keep up with. All right, uh, between the 23rd and the 29th of August, 2020. Uh, in case you hear this later, the CVSA's week-long break blitz is taking place throughout North America. You know, just make sure your brakes are up to speed. Check everything out. Uh, the new company I got, they have disc brakes in the trailers. It's quite fascinating. I really haven't noticed any difference in the braking with these things. Maybe they're a little quicker. They probably cool down a lot faster, I would assume. I honestly don't know. It's been pretty new to disc brakes on a big truck, so it's something I gotta, I'll get used to. They're not on the trucks themselves, just the trailers. Yeah, maybe they're cheaper. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to do some research on this. Anyway, the heavy highway use tax return is due for many truckers. So, if, you know, if you have a highway use tax, get ready for that. That's due August 31st. And then the 11th or the 9th, 10th, and 11th is the uh, CVSA's biggest uh, uh, commercial motor vehicle enforcement effort. And that's, you know, you know, instead of being June, July, whatever it was, it's going to be in September. And then in September 29th, new hours of service rule changes go into effect. We'll talk about those later. It's a little, you know, maybe next week we'll get into it. It's still a little early for that, but 
I'm looking forward to some changes. I hope maybe I'm not. It's usually these things you think they're going to be okay. And then when they implement them, it's like, Oh God, what do we get ourselves into? All right, let's get moving on. All right. Here's something I never, it never even dawned on me. Apparently the U S postal service. Yeah. You know, the U S postal service is getting torn apart, you know, and the nonsense that's going on there. And you know, I think the postal service is a fantastic organization with a lot of great people. And I think the politicians are screwing with it for their own agenda. But anyway, Demand, intensi- demand intensifies to end shipments of live animals to prevent deaths and transport. So basically what it's, you know, people order chicks or rabbits or whatever. And, uh, you know, these things are getting delayed on the, by the post office. They're getting stuck in a system and with the hot weather. You know, these things are being, well, it's brutal what they're going through apparently. And the worst part about it is the postal service employees cannot tamper with the mail by law that's you know that's the deal that's the big big rule so they can't do anything to help these live animals out when they're when they're in this maybe they need to you know i don't know what they need to do to set this straight keep them separate in whatever way but you know so uh, there's organizations out there pushing to prevent the live shipping of you know of live animals and uh you know some things need to go for whatever reason that way but I don't know if you're shipping that way right now. Be real careful. Think twice. And uh, I can't think of anything more horrific. You know, it must be horrible for the postal workers to have to listen to this stuff. You know, it's chirping away and torture, and it's just they can't do anything about it, and it's miserable. So, anyway, that's what's going on with the Postal Service. That's another side event of this nonsense that's going on. Hopefully things will straighten out, and we'll get back to normal someday. Hopefully. Well, here we go. Another, uh, you know, trucking co- or towing company, I should say, gone wrong. Here's the deal is a lot of these tow truck guys are very legit. They're very legit guys. But the nature of the, you know, the way the legislation works and the rules is that these guys can take advantage. The bad ones can take advantage and they can hold you hostage. And it's a bad deal. All right. It's a really bad deal. So a trucking company, Roadstar, right? They were in Chicago. It was a bad storm. The, the driver hit a tree, put a huge dent in the truck, put a huge dent in the trailer, put a hole right through it. And what happens? And by the way, their their lot and their building looks like, I don't know, it looks bad. It looks like crap. I don't know what the deal is there. Anyway, you got a bunch of cars in there, probably Ill- illegally towed, more likely. So anyway, the complaint was filed by Ontario Trucking Company Roadstar Carrier, August 14th in Cook County Court, right? And the you know the complaint names... Linwood, Illinois-based VIP Towing and Roadside Assistance, LLC. So according to the complaint on August 12th, a roadster truck hit the tree, which we talked about, and then traveled in the Chicago area. And after, you know, the, the truck was drivable, so the driver got to where he was going. And after unloading, Roadster reportedly contacted Volvo dealerships, M&K centers for repairs. And were told that M&K would provide an escort for the damaged semi to their location. So, you know, they're going to send a, somebody over there to help this guy get to where he's going because he's got damaged truck and whatever. And he's a little freaked out because his truck was wrecked. All right. But according to Roadstar, a VIP ploy arrived on the scene and falsely represented himself to the truck driver that his company had been retained by Roadstar, allegedly wrong, wrongfully inducing the driver to sign a pre-tow agreement. You know, so the driver signed some agreement saying that he was going to, you know, that they were going to tow the thing in, you know, 
So they went from an escort to this, you know, li- you know, this false thing going on. Yeah, they they listen to the police scanners and things like that. That's how they get these things. So the VIP employee then towed the truck to a Chicago lot. Okay, this is what the complaint says. Then Roadstar contacted VIP about VIP about releasing the truck. They were reportedly told that VIP would not release the truck without the payment of eighteen thousand five hundred and seventy three dollars in towing and storage fees. Roadstar said that they contacted local police for help in getting the truck, but got no response. Well, of course they didn't. Why would the cops go out of their way to do what they're, you know, to do the right thing? <sighs> you know, who knows what this, the connection is there. Anyway, the Roadstar complaint alleges that VIP violated Illinois law by uh, misrepresenting themselves to the truck driver and seeks a preliminary injunction against the tow truck company for the return of the truck, in addition to compensatory and punitive damage, you know, compen, compensatory, boy, I'm really screwing these words up today, and punitive damages sufficient to deter wrongdoing of this type. In other words, they want, they want the, you know, they want the company fine so that they won't do this kind of shit again. So $18,500 fine for a tow is a little ridiculous for a truck that could have been driven with an escort to a yard. So if anybody ever shows up and they say they got to, you know, they want to tow you and you don't know anything about it as a driver, my suggestion is call your company and make sure it's a legit situation because it may not be. You know, don't mess around. These uh, these guys, they, they really play the outskirts of the law. A good legitimate towing company is priceless. And that being said, if you see these guys working on the side of the road, make sure you get over because you don't want to run over anybody. I always move over a lane. But guys like this ruin it for the whole industry. So it's VIP uh, towing down in Chicago. So if you ever, you know, run across these guys, you know, just your best bet is just to have nothing to do with them. So hopefully uh, we'll hear what happens with this. Probably won't, but $80,000 fine. That's insane. That is just insane. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this one's about the drug clearinghouse. It says all drivers with at least one violation. That's 28,445 drivers with at least one violation on your record from the drug clearinghouse. Drivers in pro, uh, prohibited uh, prohibition status, prohibition status, 26,433. That means they got some issues. Uh, the uh, return to driving process not started, 21,053 drivers. So whatever it is they need to do to clear all this up, there's 21,000 of the 28 are just like, screw this, I'm out of here. Uh, substance abuse professional requests sent. You know, that's the people that are, you know, what they need to do to clear it up, 256. Uh, substance abuse designation confirmed, 491. I don't know what that means. Uh, substance abuse request declined, 52. So for some reason there was an issue with the agency. Uh, initial substance abuse assessment complete, 1,255. And determined eligible for return to, drug, uh, return to driving testing, or drug testing, 3,326. Drivers in non-probation, prohibited status, 2012. So the... Uh, Sounds like basically people get busted and they say, screw this, I'm out of the industry, I'm moving on. So at least that's what I get out of it. So, you know, hey, best thing you do, just don't do drugs. It's really the best bet and you won't lose your license. Uh, I don't know. That story was all over the place. I don't know what to think about it. Don't do drugs. Well, just when you thought you've heard everything. <laughs> I just don't believe this one. So... um What's the craziest load you've ever held? 
Apparently this week in Florida, a live missile was found, found, was found in Florida and had to be transported via flatbed to a munitions storage facility on the McDill Air Force Base. Yeah, you heard me right. A, a live missile. Yeah, a live missile. All right. <laughs> this is an air to, you know, French air to missile that had been air. That's what it says. Had a live French air to missile. Whatever that means had been found. So anyway, but it comes out. A contract Lakeland Linder Airport Airport had discovered a guided missile. I guess he was going through stuff in a warehouse or something and found this live missile just sitting there at the airport. It says here the uh, missile was found when the contractor was evaluating shipments. Why in the process of evaluating shipments, the contractor discovered an object with questionable markings indicating it may be explosive. So the military came out, checked it out. Said it was a live missile. They said it's uh, it's like having a gun with bullets in the chamber, but on safety. So, you know, it was safe. Somebody would have had to arm the missile to fire it. The missile was secured and moved, moved to a munitions storage facility on the McDill Air Force Base. So that's just kind of bad shit crazy. I, mean, I don't know what to think about that one. <laughs> How do you lose a missile? You know, what guy loses a missile? You know, if we lost an M16 when I was in the Army, they'd go cra- bad shit crazy. Who loses a French missile? And how is it that it's a French missile? Why do we have French missiles? I don't know. I got to wonder about this one. All right, let's 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 get moving on. This is just too much. All right, here's something crazy. It's, it's just the news just gets crazier and crazier. Apparently, I don't talk too much about politics because I just don't want to get into it, but doesn't matter what you say, it's going to piss somebody off. And nobody really knows the whole truth of everything anyway, but here's one. Trump calls for boycott of Goodyear tires for alleged MAGA hat policy. So apparently Goodyear had a, you know, a training thing, and they said that uh, Black Lives Matter stuff was acceptable, you know, and uh, gay, lesbian, transgender pride stuff was acceptable. You could wear that type of stuff. You know, I mean, personally, I don't really care. And then they said uh, what was unacceptable was Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Uh, I don't see what's wrong with All Lives Matter. MAGA attire and political affiliated slogans or material. So basically what they're saying, you know, from what I get is they probably could have did this a little better. And there's zero tolerance here. Is that, uh, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with the Blue Lives Matter. I don't see anything wrong with the All Lives Matter. To me, it's the same thing as the Black Lives Matter, the lesbian, gay thing. But the MAGA attire and the political affiliated slogans or materials. Now, when they say politically affiliated slogan materials, that's Democrat or Republican. They're saying basically they don't want to deal with the political nonsense at work. And I can understand that because I don't want to do it here. But because this made it, somebody took a photo of this and made it all the way to the White House. Trump's calling for a boycott on Goodyear tires for legend mega hat policy. So I don't know, you know, it's like, if you're not happy about it, talk to them, deal with it or whatever. But, you know, most tires are made overseas these days. And for a U.S. president to ask for a boycott of a, of a U.S. made tire because he feels you know, they hurt his feelings, I guess. I, I don't know what, what to, how to say this. Uh, that, that seems unacceptable to me. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think that's wrong. And, uh, you know, I don't get it. 
So whatever, you know, whatever you need to do. But, you know, if you don't want to buy a Goodyear tire, don't buy a Goodyear tire. But don't, you know, don't buy it because it's it's just not the tire for you. Don't don't buy the Goodyear tire based on political things that are just pretty much just happy talk and nonsense. All right. Ugh, unbelievable. All right. Looks like that's all we got today. Um, it's been a hectic week building basically catching on fire and you know it was a loud explosion and i guess it blew out the windows on the 10th floor and you know a lot of the residents here in the place i live at are not getting back in so or maybe things will get back to normal next week but like i said it didn't affect us too much just an annoyance but for some it was tragic we feel bad about that but there's nothing we can do about it so we just do what we do and we deal with it you know it is what it is so you know you notice we're saying that more and more every day it is what it is isn't that terrible that we have to say that just to get through the day because it is what it is means we there's something bad going on and we there's nothing we can do about it and nor do we understand it that's basically what that means so that being said i got some other stuff i'm working on i, I just haven't had time to do it there's the uh, trolley. I got some video. I want to put that up for the trolley over there in uh, East Troy. I want to put some of that up on the YouTube channel. I got some interviews lined up with some people. And it's going to be interesting. At least it'll be interesting for me anyway. And hopefully it'll be interesting for you. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to go to this car show on Monday nights here in town. Hopefully we'll get some footage of that and put it up on the YouTube channel. I'll let you know what I do. So that's some stuff we got going on. We're still working on it. It's all a work in progress. Uh, with the new job, haven't really had time to, you know, have been concentrating on that mostly. So anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end this now, and I hope everything's great. And I hope you guys have a better week than I did this week. And But, you know, that being said, I guess, you know, other than the, the job was good and all that, and just the thing pulling, you know, getting home after being gone for a week and, you know, seeing all the fire trucks in the parking lot, I was just like, geez, you got to be kidding me. All I want to do is go home and go to sleep. It's tired. Been up all night. All right. I'll let you guys go. Travel safe. Stay out of trouble. And we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Kingfish out. <laughs>